We've got even more transfer portal talk, a look at Oklahoma State and Big 12 hoops so far this season, and looking ahead to the Big 12 SEC Challenge this weekend, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, contributor to Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Full disclosure, I'm not very good at the Facebook page. I'm trying to be better. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. The first thing we're going to hit on today, I'm going to be quick because we're going to get to the Big 12 SEC basketball champion or challenge this weekend but I do want to touch on the transfer portal some players that Oklahoma State has offered as well as a player to keep an eye on Oklahoma State offered offensive line teammates from Middle Tennessee State Dorian Hinton and Lance Robinson both were 2021 starters and both have three years of eligibility remaining I think That's the perfect kind of target for Oklahoma State, especially for an offensive line that lost a lot of people or an offensive line room that lost a lot of players this season. Hinton is a three-star recruit coming out of high school. Since entering the transfer portal, Hinton also has offers from Arkansas State, Bowling Green, and Florida Atlantic. He's listed at 6'4", 317 pounds, was a USA Conference all-freshman team in 2020. He's still a very raw talent that offensive line coach Charlie Dickey can influence and work with. I think that, like I said, the perfect kind of target for Oklahoma State for an offensive line that needs some serious, I think, attention, some serious building, and some guys that we can bring into that room that are going to be around for a couple years. Not, you know, we had grad transfers last year that played one year and then it was time to move on. So, Bringing in some guys like this that have plenty of time left to play college ball, I think is huge, especially when you can get them from the transfer portal like they're available right now. Now, Lance Robinson started 12 of 13 games for Middle Tennessee State. He played the most snaps out of all the offensive linemen for Middle Tennessee State. Offers since he's entered the transfer portal include Washington State, Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina and Florida Atlantic. Robinson is listed at 6'3", 284 pounds. Came out of high school, listed as a defensive end, so he's kind of switched positions, switched sides of the ball, but still that trench guy who's a, a big blocker. Another young, raw talent that I think Coach Dickey can mold into an Oklahoma State Cowboy. Like I said, you've got the time to do it and you get them when they're young and and they are still impressionable and you're able to make that impression on them and coach them up the way that you would coach up any fresh offensive line prospect. 
imagine when Coach Glass gets his hands on dudes this size. I think he is going to, you know, Mike Gundy has talked about how important Coach Glass is to the success of the Oklahoma State football team. He's obviously a very good strength coach, coach, and I think he can build these guys up even bigger. I'm very, you guys know how I feel about the offensive lines being extremely important to football teams. They're very overlooked, but they're such a crucial proponent of keeping the quarterback safe, making holes for the running back to run. It's just such an important piece of an offense that gets overlooked time and time again. You watch an offense for Oklahoma State this season. We watched the offensive line struggle to begin the season. There was a lot of second stringers in while we waited for the starters to get healthy. Once that offensive line got healthy and was consistent and was week to week the same offensive line, Jalen Warren was running wild. Spencer Sanders was doing whatever he wanted. As soon as that offensive line took hits to injury at the end of the season when we played Baylor for the Big 12 championship, when we played in the game against Notre Dame, you could tell that the offensive line was lacking, and that was because there were some injuries up there. That consistency, the size, it's all so important to the success of your offense. So getting some offers out to guys that are entering the transfer portal, teammates already, so they've you know, hopefully get along pretty well. They've got uh, the same offers from Arkansas State and Florida Atlantic. So Oklahoma State's not the only school considering they may want to transfer together. Our offensive line lost two starters and Josh Seals and Danny Godleski. Four other offensive linemen have entered the transfer portal as well. Building that room up is going to be huge and it would be nice to do it with some names and some faces that have some eligibility left a quick turnover that could last a year or two or more, you know, that importance of getting some faces in there that are going to remain in that room for some time to come is, is huge for me. Another player, this player Oklahoma state has not offered yet, but a player that entered the transfer portal earlier on Thursday morning, Marquise Robinson, a defensive lineman, the only true freshman to see any game time for Auburn last season, Coaches said he showed great promise. He has a high ceiling. They were very excited about him. He's a 6'3", 300-pound, four-star prospect who also had offers from Florida State, Alabama, and Georgia. He only saw action against the loss to Georgia this season with Auburn. To my knowledge, like I said, Oklahoma State has not offered anything yet, but this is a player to keep an eye on if he wants to follow defensive coordinator Derek Mason to Oklahoma State. I'm getting hot and bothered imagining pairing Robinson with Colin Oliver on Oklahoma State's defensive line. That's something that I would love to see. That kind of paralysis from your young guns like that would be absolutely lights out. And again, you're looking at a guy that's going to be around for a while, and I think that's what Oklahoma State's defense needs to look at. You spent two years building this defense up, proving that Big 12 isn't just an offensive conference that we can play defense. So now that we've done that and we're losing some of our vets, let's bring in some guys that are going to be here a while that test well, that have high ceilings, that we can get started right away getting into the Oklahoma State defensive state of mind. Next up, a look at Oklahoma State and Big 12 hoops so far this season. But first, this is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? 
poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control, your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the New New Year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's netsuite.com slash locked, L-O-C-K-E-D. There has been a ton of basketball. I forget how fast-paced basketball goes after football season when you have one game a week, and then you go to basketball where you can sometimes have three a week, and it's going constantly all the time, especially in Big 12 basketball where every team is good. It has been a colossal disaster on my part, remembering all the times and schedules and everything. It has been it, it always takes me just a little bit of time to adjust from football season to basketball season. So Oklahoma State is three and five in conference play, which includes a win against the at the time number one Baylor Bears. They are currently ranked number four, uh, but huge win. Very, very big win. Also three and five in conference play are Oklahoma and Iowa State. A tough loss to Iowa State by Oklahoma State on Wednesday. I have not stopped thinking about it. I have been pouting since. I figure it'll go away probably Saturday around noon, but until then, I'm going to continue being upset about it. All 10 Big 12 teams have double-digit wins on the season. I talked about this some yesterday, but I just want to bring up again that the NCAA screwing Oklahoma State out of the NCAA tournament this season could potentially keep the Big 12 from having an all-conference bid into the NCAA championship, and I will literally never forgive them. I have been wearing, I have the NCAA corrupt shirt. I've been wearing it every day, not every day, every week though. Once a, once a week, I wear it just to remind myself how mad I am at the NCAA. So Conference NET, which stands for the NCAA Evaluation Tool, it's just kind of how they rank wins and, and talent across conferences. Right now, the Big 12 leads by a pretty significant margin, so they are clearly the best conference in basketball. We all know this, but Big 12 basketball is dog-eat-dog. From a conference standpoint, Big 12 is clearly in the lead, but it's so brutal when you're in the Big 12 playing each other every week. It is truly any given basketball game when you're playing in the Big 12. It's, It's knockout dragged down fighting I'm pretty sure I said that wrong but we all know how it is to play in the Big 12 it's finally starting to get noticed on a national scale how difficult it is to play and win in the Big 12 Oklahoma State has to improve first and foremost in free throws anyone that's watched this basketball team this season knows that those are your free chances at points we have got to be making those 
at a higher percentage than we are right now. Avery Anderson came alive against Iowa State. Hopefully that confidence and that play continues. I'm confident that it will. I think Avery Anderson is a fantastic basketball player. Uh, and every time the lid comes off, it comes all the way off. So we've seen what he's capable of. We know what he's capable of. I expect his play to continue uh, building off that Iowa State game with his career high of 34 points. Three-pointers, another thing that we need to work on uh, this season, just the percentage of our making three-pointers three has not been great. It's a thing we got spoiled with. We were used to the likes of Thomas DeZagua and Lindy Waters and them throwing up those three-pointers hell from three feet back from the line and sinking them every time. So it's definitely been something we've got to get used to. It's a, it's a different play than the style of play we had been watching for several years. But I like where this Oklahoma State team is headed. They play tough. There's going to be some road bumps along the way. I'm, I'm not worried about that. We win the turnover margin on average by about two but I think we could still minif minimize our turnovers. There are some fast breaks that we just kind of, you know, you get going too quick, that ball gets slippery. So just kind of cleaning up that play, I think will be huge down the stretch for Oklahoma State. Musa Cisse is putting on a blocking clinic with 32 so far this season. Behind him is Caleb Boone with 22 blocks. So they're doing their part on the defensive side of the ball. Isaac Likely, of course, leads the Cowboys in assists with 66 so far this season. Bryce Williams and Avery Anderson are the only two Cowboys that average double-digit points. And like I said, we just watched the lid come all the way off Avery Anderson on Wednesday, so I expect his average points to escalate as we head down this stretch of the season. The chemistry continues to build, and the Cowboys continue to find ways to compete. Now they've got to learn how to close trust in Mike Boynton. I do. I have never lost the faith in what Mike, Mike Boynton is doing with this program. I It was always going to take some time. It was always going to take some time. So just sit in that time, be patient, look at what we're building towards. I think it's going to be okay. And while we're talking about Mike Boynton and trusting him, there was a rumor that of course, Louisville now is looking for a new head coach of their men's basketball team. There's a rumor that I'm, it's not even really a rumor. Uh, somebody posted an article that said of Big 12 coaches, Mike Boynton is a guy that Louisville might target because he's young and he's up and coming. I don't think Mike Boynton is going anywhere. Not after he signed that contract, not the way that he presents himself, the way that he has completely immersed himself in Oklahoma State and being an Oklahoma State Cowboy. I'm not worried about him leaving. I'll keep an eye on it, but it's truly something that I think was just, uh, you know, they had to get some words in that article, and that's the most I'm taking it as right now. Coming up, the Big 12 takes on the SEC this weekend in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. But first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Cowboy fans, I'm here with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. 
Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 in a year in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. Your cash out, you cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code SCORE. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march towards the playoffs and beyond. We are so close to Super Bowl weekend. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. This weekend, we have the Big 12 SEC Challenge, one of my favorite basketball traditions, started in 2013 and has given us some phenomenal matchups. SEC won the title last season for the first time since 2018, so it's time to take it back. I'm very anti-SEC, as you all well know, as most Big 12 fans are, so I'm looking to beat them at anything that we can. This gives us another opportunity to do that. So I'm going to cover, I'm just going to talk about the matchups and kind of what each team is looking at coming into their games and and uh, any history between those two teams. Just kind of a brief blurb on every game we've got this season. And then tomorrow I'll dive in a little deeper to Oklahoma State's matchup. First up, we got number four Baylor at Alabama. Both teams are coming off games against some of their conference's worst opponents. Alabama is looking to bounce back after not having an answer for Georgia, who was winless in the SEC. Meanwhile, Baylor rolled over Kansas State 74-49. to That's a brutal beat for Kansas State. I think Baylor takes this one pretty easily, but... You know, if they go into it lackadaisical, it's, it, there's always the chance of a trap game. Missouri at number 23, Iowa State. I am still bitter about our loss, but beyond that, the Iowa State basketball team is coming off a winless conference season in 2020. Missouri just earlier this week took the number one team in the nation, Auburn, to the final buzzer. Ultimately, they couldn't put it away, but they've been showing a steady increase in play this season. Iowa State has already blown last season out of the water. They're really just looking to continue to prove themselves as a contender this weekend. So I'd love to see them come away with a win, even after the brutal beat. I just like the uh, the story that they're putting together right now. Number 12, Kentucky at number 5, Kansas. This ought to be a hell of a basketball game. I got beef with Kansas by proxy through the NCAA but for the SEC weekend, we will shrug that off. I will ignore it for a couple more days, and then I'll be mad again. Both teams are shooting for the winningest program in NCAA history. 
Kentucky leads that race, but only by three games. So a head-to-header is sure to be exciting. Kentucky is facing some injury questions with their starting lineup heading into this weekend. It's never fun. I always want, especially if we're watching two really, really strong teams play each other, you always want everybody to be healthy so we can get a full picture of that. ESPN's matchup predictor gives KU a 68% chance to win, but I think this game's going to be super fun. Of course, I hope KU does come away with that win, again, because I don't like the SEC, but this game does have a lot of potential to be very exciting. Kansas State at Ole Miss. K-State has dropped their last three SEC matchups and have never won a Big 12 SEC challenge game on the road, so they're looking to tackle both of those mountains this weekend. K-State is also looking to bounce back from a loss where they didn't even put up 50 points against Baylor, so at the very least, Kansas State is looking to get right even if they can't get a W. Oklahoma at number one, Auburn, woof. This is going to be a tough game on the road for the Sooners. Auburn has won 16 games in a row and have yet to lose a home game this season. Oklahoma ended a four-game losing streak when they beat West Virginia earlier this week, but the momentum may be cut short. Going up against Auburn this weekend, Oklahoma and Auburn have two common opponents this season. Both teams have beaten Central Florida and Florida earlier this year, but Auburn is is playing lights out right now. I'm just not sure that Oklahoma can bring enough to the table to get the win against Auburn. So that one's going to be tough. Next up, we got Oklahoma State at Florida. Like I said, tomorrow I will dive a little bit deeper into this matchup. This is the last time I'll bring it up, but the Cowboys are coming off a heartbreaking loss to Iowa State a loss that was ultimately decided by the referees, but I digress. Cowboys are 6-2 in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, second in the Big 12 only to Baylor, who's 7-1. Oklahoma State has won its last three SEC Challenge games. This is the the fourth time the Cowboys have met with the Gators in basketball, and Florida has won all of the three previous games. The last time the Cowboys and the Gators met up was when in 2015. It was a very close game, but ultimately the Cowboys couldn't get it done. So hopefully this is the weekend for our Oklahoma State Cowboys. Next up, number 19, LSU at TCU. TCU is coming off a disappointing loss to Texas. Meanwhile, LSU is coming off a tough win against Texas A&M earlier this week. LSU is dealing with some injuries to their starting lineup. Second stringer stepped up for the matchup with AM, but it'll be interesting to see who shows up for the challenge this weekend. Working our way down the list, next up we've got number 18, Tennessee at Texas. The former Longhorns coach Rick Barnes returns to Austin with his number 18 ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Barnes is the longest tenured and winningest coach in Texas history. He will be welcomed in Austin with open arms by the fan base. Tennessee is coming off a comeback win against Florida, but they will have to play a lot cleaner to come away with a win in Austin. Mississippi State at number 13, Texas Tech. Texas Tech is another team that is undefeated at home this season. Mississippi State may have the talent to hang with Texas Tech, but I think the home court advantage will 
ultimately outweigh any talent brought to the table or court by Mississippi State. Texas Tech is coming off a loss to KU that went to double overtime. Meanwhile, Mississippi State is also coming off a loss in overtime to Kentucky. Both of these teams have the potential to be absolutely wiped out. Those overtime games, you know, when we're watching, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of time, but there's a whole lot of extra energy put into those overtimes. This could be a really messy game, but a game that has an any given insert day of the week feeling. College basketball at its finest, in my opinion, for this matchup. West Virginia at Arkansas. West Virginia is enduring a four-game losing streak heading to Arkansas, and Arkansas is currently in the midst of a five-game winning streak. Wholly different momentums for these two teams heading to the Big 12 SEC Challenge. I mean, just on absolute opposite spectrums of the board. West Virginia had a great start to the season before tripping recently, and so for the Big 12's sake, hopefully they get back up on their feet this weekend and take down Arkansas. Lots of fun to be had, lots of discussion to be had about the SEC Big 12 Challenge, lots of noses to be rubbed in it when the Big 12 comes out on top. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page that I'm trying to get better at. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!